When you share your podcast on social media, in emails, as a guest on other podcasts, or anywhere you'd share a link, what link are you using? You've got a bunch of options, and it can be tough to choose which to use. So that's what we're talking about today, picking the best link to use when sharing your show. Welcome back to Podcast Launchpad. I'm Kelly. When I first started podcasting in 2012 at Geek Girl Soup, I wasn't really sure about what link to share when we shared our episodes on Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, our website. Most people don't listen to podcasts on websites. They listen in their podcast apps, but different people use different apps. If we share the Apple Podcast link, then Spotify users won't be able to listen. And if we share the Spotify link, then Apple Podcast users won't be able to listen. And those aren't the only podcast apps available to use. One of my co-hosts at Geek Girl Soup only uses Overcast to listen to episodes. So what would those and other users do? if we share the Apple podcast link or the Spotify link. So you can tell what I'm getting at here. You really don't want to share a direct link to a podcast app because not everyone will be able to use that link. If you share the link to Apple podcasts, Android users won't be able to use it. And even if the person has an iPhone, they might not use Apple podcasts to listen to shows. So sharing a direct link to a podcast app will require listeners who don't use that app to open their app and then search for your show. What you're going to need to do is share a link that anyone can use and that will minimize how many clicks people have to take to get to your show. So how do you do this? I'm going to share three options with you. First, what I always recommend for entrepreneurs who podcast is to share the link to the episode post on your business website. So if you have a standalone website for your show, then you'll share that link to the specific episode you're inviting people to listen to. Now, why do I recommend sharing the link to your website? As an entrepreneur, you want your listeners to check out your services and get on your email list. This link is the only way people will be able to do all three things. Listen to your show, check out your services, and get on your email list. Now, I know I said earlier that most people don't listen to episodes on their computers. So you'll need to have links on your website that take people to various podcast apps. You don't have to list them all, just the major ones. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, probably Stitcher, and a link that has your podcast RSS feed URL for people who use apps that way. Some apps grab the RSS feed and bring the episodes into the app like that. So I've got these links, the the list of different podcast apps and the links on the main podcast page on my website, the, the podcast blog on my website. So yeah, it can be a problem when you don't put the links on each episode page because you're directing people to that episode page. So how are they going to get to the apps from there? 
First, though, it's a major pain in the ass to put direct links to specific episodes on each episode page. Why? Because you won't have access to those links until after the episode has been published. You can't schedule an episode, then go find the link in Apple Podcasts and Spotify right away. You have to wait for the episode to go live before you can get those links. This means if you want to put those links on each episode page on your website, you'll have to do that after the episode publishes and before you share the link to that page on your website. See? Pain in the ass. (laughs) Now, you don't have to do this when you've got the audio player from your podcast host on the episode post on your website. Some audio players allow you to put podcast app links right in the player. So listeners can find the links in the audio player. You could put the general links to your show in the major podcast apps on each episode page. And this is easy, you know, for a blog page to create a template blog post template podcast episode blog post where you already have those listed there and then just duplicate that template every time you're going to share a new episode. Now, that won't take visitors to the exact episode, but at least they'll have easy access to your show. It'll take them, those links will take them to your show and the apps, not that episode. And this isn't so important when it's a recent episode, like when you're sharing the episode that came out today, that is going to pop up first in the podcast apps. When someone goes back to listen to an old episode, and they find it on your website. Then when they click the link to go to the podcast app, it'll be your whole show, and then they'll have to scroll to find that episode. Not a deal breaker, you know, it's not that big of a deal, but still. So this makes sharing the link to the episode on your website not ideal or not, it's not optimized. The process could be better since it requires listeners to take extra steps to get your show in their favorite app. But I still recommend sharing the link to the episode on your website because of the benefits of listeners being able to get on your email list and being able to check out your services. Now, if you happen to be using podpage.com for your website, your podcast website, then sharing that page is great because PodPage automatically puts links to the different apps on each episode page. Visitors can also contact you through PodPage's forms, but they can't check out your services. I mentioned PodPage in episode 64 on podcast websites versus podcast blogs. PodPage is super easy to use. You give it the name of your show within seconds the system creates a podcast website for you. You do not have to design anything or fidget with anything with the design. You have 16 designs to choose from and all your episodes are automatically brought in and given separate pages or separate posts. You can edit these pages if you want, if you want to put more info in the show notes or even add video. It's really fabulous and they have a free plan as of this recording. So the second option for what link to share is to use a single promo link or a smart link. 
So this is a link that lists or that this is a link that takes visitors to a page that lists many podcast apps all on that one page. So listeners go to your link and click on their favorite app. Super simple. Simple. (laughs) So major downsides, no access to your services or your email list, but you've made it super easy for them to access your show in their favorite app. So where can you get a single promo link or smart link? Again, lots of options. (laughs) My favorites are Podlink or Podkite. I do prefer Podlink though. They both look great and have links to a bunch of different podcast apps. So why I like Podlink a little bit more than Podkite, in addition to showing all the podcast apps, it also shows your episodes and allows listeners to play the episodes right on that Podlink page. So that's giving a nice option to anyone who might want to listen on their computer. Some podcast hosting providers will also give you a smart link or single promo link. Captivate does. The Captivate single promo link takes you to a page that just lists the podcast apps and you get to choose which apps it shows. So when people go to the Captivate single promo or single promo link page, they cannot listen to your episodes there, but they'll have access to however many podcast apps you want to give them access to. Now, the third option for what link to share is to use the link to your to the podcast page, the web page that comes with your podcast hosting provider. This is not ideal because listeners can't get on your email list or check out your services. Also, I'm not sure if all podcast hosting providers put links to the podcast apps on that web page. If you don't have a standalone website for your podcast and you decided not to put it as a blog on your business website, then sharing the link to your podcast hosting provider, their webpage is fine. But I'm giving you this as the third and final option. So the one that I really don't recommend, but is okay to do for a couple of reasons. First, I'd really like you to put your show on a blog on your business website. I, unfortunately, I found out since recording episode 64 that Wix does not allow you to have more than one blog on your website. So if you're on Wix and you already have a regular blog on your website, you know, that's just written, written old school, traditional blog, then you won't be able to set up a separate podcast blog. That really sucks. I mean, I've got four different blogs set up on my site in Squarespace. You should be able to have more than one blog on any website. So hopefully Wix will change that sooner than later. Now, the second reason I'm giving the option of sharing the web page from your podcast hosting provider last is that I think it's better to share a pod link than send people to that web page if that page doesn't include links to podcast apps. So if your free web page that comes with your podcast hosting provider does list podcast apps, then that's okay to share. You just remember you want it to be easy for visitors to find your show in their favorite app without doing too much digging or having to take too many clips. And 
I also just find most podcast hosting providers' web pages to be not so pretty, though they are getting better. So really, I'd rather see you get a free pod page than use the page that comes with your podcast hosting provider. PodPage has so many features that those websites just don't offer, which is fine and understandable because podcast hosting providers need to focus on podcast hosting, not website design. So again, my number one recommendation is still to share the link to the specific episode on your business website or standalone podcast website if that's what you've got. So same thing, you know, if you have PodPage. You're an entrepreneur and you want to get people onto your list and checking out your services, right? If you don't have your podcast on your website, then get PodPage or use PodLink. All right, that is it for today. Please be sure to follow this show so you don't miss a single episode. And I will see you next time on Podcast Launchpad. 